Uprising podcast family and welcome to another episode. Now if you are fresh and new to Reggae Uprising podcast it is all about connecting people of the African diaspora through wisdom, overstanding, inspirational stories all backed by a soundtrack of sweet reggae music. So what happens is each and every Wednesday we feature a new guest who shares their wisdom, their journey, their inspirations alongside seven reggae selections. However, if you are a regular listener, then you will know occasionally we like to switch up here at Reggae Uprising Podcast. Over 100 episodes we've had, we celebrated at the end of last year. And like I said, we mix up with interviews. Sometimes we um, focus on subjects that maybe you as the listener have asked to have more knowledge um, about specific subjects. It might be things that are going on in the world at that particular point in time. But like I said, we have well over 100 episodes. So if you are new, you've got plenty to catch up on. If you're having one of them days where you're not feeling motivated, you're not feeling those high vibrations and you just want a little bit of inspiration, you can always reach for any of these episodes of Reggae Uprising podcast to inspire you. Get that inspiration from your brothers and sisters. Get that inspiration from those high frequency melodies, those drum beats that drive you on and spark that fire. This is exactly what Reggae Uprising podcast is here for. So big up all of my dedicated listeners. Thank you so much for showing all of your support for Reggae Uprising podcast. Thank you for sharing these episodes. Thank you for all of your beautiful comments when you send me love, when you send me, you know, the inspiration that you've gained from listening to this podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. And for those of you that are new, if you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you're listening to Reggae Uprising podcast. Also, um, if you want that extra bit of reggae music, if you want those extra bits of inspiration, if this podcast just isn't enough, you can go to daniel.co.uk. Because as well as being the host of Reggae Uprising podcast, I'm also a singer-songwriter of conscious music. So you can check out my latest videos. You can check out my latest performance dates, whether you want to catch me at a venue, at a festival. You can find all of that information right there as well as previous shows. Because before Reggae Uprising podcast, there was Reggae Uprising. And that was YouTube videos of me redoing either big reggae tunes, some more obscure ones. Some of them you can catch me singing reggae in different languages. Um, So you can find all of those different shows as well as like things like High Vibes Friday that I did throughout the the lockdowns that we had. There's lots and lots of different shows, lots of reggae music, lots of inspiration, original works as well. Um, So yeah, go to daniel.co.uk. So that's D-A-N-I-E-A-L co.uk and you can find all of that you can subscribe there as well so you can always get the latest updates whether it be the podcast whether it be my shows new releases and you can also find all of my social media at the top of the page there as well if you'd like to follow me by my social media if however you don't like social media you can also get in contact with me via the contact page so if it's just that you'd like to tell me your experience of listening to reggae uprising podcast or you've listened to my own work so i want to get in touch with me talk about it um 
Or if there's a project that you want to propose for some future works, whether it be music related, whether it be the upliftment of our community, please, please do get in touch with me via the contact page on daniel.co.uk. Right now, if you are a regular listener, you'll know that for the past couple of episodes, we haven't had a regular, you know, a regular format for our interviews. So we had a Honouring Our Ancestors episode, which was so popular that last week we focused on Ancestral Messengers, which again was really, really popular. So we're keeping with our ancestors for now. We are going to, of course, have brothers and sisters being interviewed. We are always going to come back to that format. So this week's episode obviously, as you've already seen, is entitled Ancestral Influencers. And I'm going to get into that. But first, let's hear some reggae music. Let's get some inspiration. Let's get that frequency up. Let's feel those high vibrations in the form of African by Peter Tush. Black man, you're an African. 
African is dedicated to the original influencers, our ancestors. And more specifically, what we are focusing on in this episode, griots, the amalgamation of historian, peacemaker and musician of Africa. I will share an insight into the world of the griot to spark a fire for further knowledge, sharing their origins, purpose, instruments, and of course, it's only right that we should conclude with a story. All of the accreditations of works included in this episode can be found via the links in the description. Give thanks for all of the featured works and let it serve you, brothers and sisters, as it was intended to give you an understanding of who you truly are and your soul's purpose through the resonance of your ancestors' frequency. The origins of the griot hails from the West African Mande Empire of Mali during the 13th century. Their sole focus to ensure the legacy of future generations by maintaining the roots of tradition and nurturing historical facts through sound frequency. Storytelling and music have been central to the griot's success throughout the centuries. Traditionally, not anyone could become a griot, as this was an honour passed down through generations of griot families. These griot families were also responsible for keeping a record of births, deaths and marriages within the village or family over the generations. It was also common that griots would act as village advisors and diplomats, safeguarding the village's future and settling disputes. There are four main instruments used in griot storytelling. The kora, the balafon, the nangoni and the voice. Griot families may choose to pick one of these instruments to overstand from the making to the mastering. The kora is one of the oldest African instruments dating back to the first known origins of the griot in the 13th century. It is an instrument of the cordophone family and relative of the harp and lute, whilst at the same time, not the same as either of these instruments. 
It is a complex string instrument, usually consisting of 21 strings in total. The kora has three octaves with a uniquely soft sound. Some players of the kora attach metal rings to the neck of their instrument, which serve as a natural amplifier as well as percussive accompaniment. The making of the kora consists of native materials such as sheep, goat, cow or antelope leather, calabash and hardwood. The main body of the kora is hemispherical due to the spherical calabash being cut in half. This part of the instrument serves as a resonator, which is then covered by a sound table or soundboard made of leather. The long wooden neck of the kora, which is made from hardwood, that passes through this main body of the kora has two planes, with 11 strings by the left and 10 strings by the right. These strings are created from strips of hide like skin of an animal. Each country has its own specific way of tuning the kora. So now I've told you about the kora, let's hear some sounds of the kora by master kora players, Tuamani Diabante and Sidki Diabante, with their rendition of Jarab.
The balafon is an ideophone, which is an instrument which creates sound by vibrating and in the West would be referred to as a type of xylophone. It is made from a bamboo frame with rosewood keys. The balafon is created by highly skilled artisan craftsmen. A single piece of cord each side ties all the keys to the frame. So if one key becomes loose, they all have to be taken off and retied. Usually balafons have 21 keys, but like koras, they vary slightly and sometimes they have 22. The frame itself resembles a xylophone, but has the addition of various calabashes attached underneath to add resonance, amplifying the sound. Now let's hear the sounds of the balafon, courtesy of Mamadou Diabante.
The rhythm harp, known as the angoni, consists of three main types of angoni. The digeli, the donso, and the kamale. The donso and the kamale angoni are similar to the kora but have less strings and are constructed slightly differently. The donso angoni is the sixth string harp derived from the Wasalu region of Mali, Guinea, Cote d'Ivoire and Burkina Faso. The word donsu can mean hunting or hunter and for this reason they are also known as the hunter's harp. They're usually accompanied by a shaker called a kensing kensing which is attached to the top of the instrument and vibrates when being played. Donsu ngoni are traditionally played with a karagana or kasa kasa which is a serrated metal tube that is scraped with a metal stick. Now we are going to hear the sounds of Dinja Banta played by Wacha. In this recording, he is playing the Kamale Ngone. <laughs> Thank you. 
So as for vocals, you will be hearing a traditional story, as promised at the start of this episode. But I would like to make you aware of the vocalist of a song released in 1994 that some listeners may be familiar with. It was number one in France for 16 weeks. It's performed in Wolof, French and English. It features the vocalist Nana Cherry and is not a reggae song, but will become clear why I'm going to play this song in just a moment. Any guesses? The song is called Seven Seconds by Yusso Ndoa from Senegal, who just so happens to come from griot lineage.
initial training of a griot starts with learning how to make their family's chosen instrument at approximately eight years old. This is followed by years of honing their musical and historical knowledge through the wisdom bestowed by their griot elder within the family. By the age of 18, they will have memorized hundreds of songs and stories. To mark this rite of passage, they finally receive their own instrument. This extensive and detailed training ensures their understanding of the resonance and rooted patterns held deep within the playing of these instruments. It is pivotal to the survival of these stories that this standard of training is held or else countless lifetimes of knowledge would be lost forever. To this day, West African griots are found among the Mande people. The Mandinka, the Malinke, the Bambara, Fula, Hausa, Sangari, Tukalo, Wolof, Sarah, Masi, Dagomba, Mauritania, Arabs, as well as numerous smaller groups. One popular example of this tradition, withstanding the test of time, is the story which starts 800 years ago. It is the life story of the Prince Sunjata Kirta. This unique performance features the Malian master musicianship of singer Hawa Kasi Mada Debate, accompanied on the balafon by Fodi Lasana Diabate. Professor Cherif Kirta offers a poetic translation alongside their traditional performance. As always, the works featured are credited within the description of this episode alongside all of the other works and are used only as a tool of education for people of the diaspora, just how our ancestors intended. Bismillah. He took his bow and arrow 
the brave son of Sogolo and conquered the savannah. He took his bow and arrow, the master hunter, son of Sogolo, the buffalo woman who gave birth to the lion king of Monday. This is the Sunjata Fasa, the epic of the Monday people. It is a story of the great adversity that befell the people of old Mali. This is how they survived an oppressive power seven centuries ago. Awa, Tanai. Sumauro, the sorcerer king, entered the land of Monday. He unleashed terror on his people. The day he entered Monday, he was wearing a hat made of human skin. The day he invaded Monday, he was wearing a robe of human skin. Shoes made with human skin. Oh, what a frightful sight. The people of Monday gathered at Kiri, their oldest village, to lament their plight. Awa, The epic of Sunjata is a story of rivalry, of ferocious rivalry between the two wives of King Naremagan of Old Mali. Sasuma Berete, the first queen, was beautiful but mean-spirited. Sogolo II was an ugly hunchback with a kind and generous heart. Polygamy breeds competition. 
not only between the wives of one man, but also among the children they bring into this world. Awa, temenai. Who would be king? Who would inherit Naremagan's throne? Sasuma's son, Dankaratuma, or Sogolo's son, Sunjata? Who would become the great savior the soothsayers predicted? It is said that a big tree grows out of a small seed. But patience is hard for human mortals. Sunjata's destiny was a threat to his half-brother, and Sasuma, the first wife, cast a spell on him. Seven years after his birth, Sunjata still could not walk. He became the object of much ridicule. Jenemuso, Jata said, to fetch sweet baobab leaves for you, my dear mother. As he tore himself from the ground, stood on his feet, and took his first step, Sogolom broke into song. Come out, man and woman of Monday. Come out, witches and sorcerers. Your spell is finally broken. Sunjata is marching forward. Sunjata, the master hunter, king of the savannah, is called Simbo. Sunjata told his mother, gather your belongings. Let's leave the land for, of Monday for a while. Exile is hard, but it brings out your good character. Let's go to Mema in the north. Awa. Sunjata wulila, 
mema dugu kono aluwara nyani mabori la mema sunjata segina anana mande sunjata dona mane sorwa manekalu kontana manekalu sewara ay mogolu faranyongonka balana kono kamogolu faranyongonka kiri koroni Massa fen fen tu memande abekera masadi abekera masaleri ye Kamara lo be manyani masakara o ekala gosamoke dakajalla fakoli kumani fakoli daba o ekala gosimoke dakajalla The hero is not loved except on troubled days, the proverb goes. The Monday was suffering in the hands of Sumauro, the sorcerer king. They said, who will save us today? Let's go find Sunjata, the son of Sugolo. He has become a brave warrior, we heard. His time has come. His half-brother, Dankarantuma, drove him away yesterday. But today, we need him to free his fatherland. Awa mandem masaw barala Masalo barala Sorwa 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 simoni simu salaba ja kumalu warala simu Nam Dabalu faraba ja takwanate Kumbalu chibaja takona tembiwelela Sigita na kumimba mande toko male yobanade Mane kano sigira narena Sujata sigira le kita kuruni mbudofo Kaya kuruni kayaba Asimong Sunjata came back to unite his people against tyranny who joined his noble cause. Kamanja of CB, prince of the Kamara clan. Fakoli Koroma, who defected from his uncle, the sorcerer king, to fight for justice. Thus, Monday was freed from oppression. Laughter and happiness came back to his people. Sunjata the Lion King, King of Kings, was my ancestor. He was called Keita, which means take your heritage, make it greater before you pass it on to posterity. Sunjata became an emperor seven centuries ago.
His memory rests with the griot or jali that you see here with me. Death will eat your flesh, swallow your bones, but it has no power over what we call Togo, your good fame that will live forever in stories and songs. Sunjata was so concerned about his own immortality that when he felt that his days were ending, he took his griot on his back and toured the length of his, the length of his empire. He told his people to take good care of the griots so that they can perpetuate his memory, their memory. Thank you. 
Modern day griots still exist. In traceable griot lineage and griots that we find in modern music. Rappers, MCs, poets and singers serve as historians, visionaries and prophets passing down our oral history and uplifting our collective consciousness, withstanding the many tests of time in defiance of those who try to oppress, dismiss and deny our voice. Those that try do not realise the foundations on which we stand. This episode lies at the heart of what Reggae Uprising podcast is all about and shows true clarity in the purpose of these works. Our stories are so important and pivotal in the upliftment of our people It is the reason that I was given this opportunity to share these works, experiences and wisdom of our brothers and sisters to resonate with our roots. I am so thankful to share knowledge and have the privilege to follow in the footsteps of our ancestors by passing on stories to the next generation. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. I am going to leave you with the high vibrations of Bob Marley, Jaliv. I hope you have a wonderful week. Please make sure you come back here next Wednesday for a fresh and new episode. As always, blessed love. <laughs>